Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Birth Moms Live. This is part of Birth Mom Missions, a nonprofit founded by birth mothers. Um, we can, you can check us out at birthmommissions.com or hermission.com. Also, facebook.com slash adoption support has a lot of good info. We are funded by donations, so if you like us or anything, we would love to have some support. Um, we hope you enjoy the show, and this is just an open call in line. We hope you call in. Okay, so that's the <laughs> latest intro that still is horrible and cut off early. Um, let's see. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, okay, well, I'm talking to myself again. It's just really weird. I think it's working. I don't know. Um, but that there's one, I guess I got two hours to talk to myself now. <laughs> um, at least I can always delete it, maybe. Um, okay, so it's been a while, I think, since I've had a real show. And you know when, like, you just where your day is just, like, all this info, like, I don't know, I guess, like, it's been, I've been writing all this stuff and answering all these questions about adoption and everything, and then when it gets to the end of the day, I mean, usually I have something to talk about. Now it's so confused right now with all the (laughs) different stuff that's been going on. It's like I just got done... um, debating on abortion with someone and then debating over adoption and helping another girl with if she should even have the have the um go with the adoption you know and then helping another girl that you know just get through the pregnancy and it's like there's so much to it there's so many pieces to birth mom missions i guess um and it just and it keeps going your whole life you're always going to need help you know um 
Yeah, you, we always are going to need each other. Anyways, I guess I can. Um, let me. Um, okay, today I wrote this thing about the update, and I haven't really said anything about the update to y'all either. Um, so I wrote a note, and it's like, so what's in the update is what it's titled, entitled, and I should have put a link from the podcast to it. Um, and then there's a picture, too, I want to talk about. It's also on that page. Um, anyway, so I just, I got the update. It was okay. Um, it wasn't the best, like, I don't know, I was talking to, well, I, I'll just repeat everything that I already said on the Facebook page. <laughs> and sorry if you heard it before. Um yeah, like all the girls I lived with, I lived with 31 birth moms. Well, we weren't really birth moms then. We were just pregnant girls, ladies, and they were age 13 to 45, and it was so weird. But um, uh, anyways, so keeping in contact with them afterwards, a few of them, and then there's my roommate who I definitely keep in contact with. And um, it's amazing, just it's so cool that I get to um, hear how the adoption is going from them and everything and what their adopted parents are doing. And I figured out that our agency, the one that we all 31 went through, um, which is the best agency in the whole world, I think, or cooperated, whatever, and they are horrible. But um, <laughs> they don't help birth moms post adoption. But... Uh, I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole other, that's what I mean on the different topic things. I'm going to keep it on one. Um, so the girls, we all know that um, they were, t- all our adopted parents were told to send, you know, 12 pictures and four, a four-page letter to us. And um, but first, the first year it was, you know, they sent us about six or seven updates. And I thought it was going to always be like that. And so it was like, um, it was just the best year ever how I was getting them all the time. And they were like, I think they sent, maybe it was about 12 pitches too, they said. But it was just a lot more information and, and updating me every two months, you know. And then to have it be every year send 12 pictures and a four-page letter, I just don't understand you know one of the birth mom or one of the adopted parents was like well maybe they meant to send one picture every for every month you know and like show her it every month and I was like well that would have been a good idea at least if they did that because I just got all the pictures from her birthday you know I didn't get any from last 11 months ago you know and um I want to see her and how much she's grown and I want to see all that and um I guess, and it's weird because a lot of people are just like, I don't know why they wouldn't do that, you know? Like, the adopted parents on the Facebook page are saying, like, they text message the birth mom and send her pics every week. And, you know, they wish that they could talk to her more and they wish they could give her more stuff, but she's not ready. And it's just, it's kind of, yeah. It's the ones, the, the girls that decide that it's best to not know, you know, about their kids growing up, 
they are the ones that end up with beat off to parents that are so open. <laughs> and then it's the ones that really want to know stuff that end up with the uptight, closed adoption people. And um, I, it's just amazing how often that works out. And I'm trying to figure out what it is about the adopted parents that makes them normal or really stingy with stuff and with the, you know, there's got to be something that, I don't know. And I don't know how you can tell that before, before you, before you pick them, but that's the, the goal here is to figure out how to do that because I know that I know what not to ask. <laughs> and, um, there's a, I think there's a lot of ways actually you can tell if you, if I could do it again, you know, I'd grill them on certain things and I would, I'd say so many different, oh, I'd say, and her name's Anne too, if you like it or not, that's what I say, or even if they, even if I let them pick the name and I they say they picked it and um, I'd say at least let her have her, her middle name being or whatever, but um, I didn't even, didn't even think about doing that, you know, um, what was I thinking and that's what I want to help every birth mom with because <laughs> that time is so stressful. And, I mean, we were thinking about having labor. That's what we were thinking about. We were worried about that. Like, we were not worried about the parents and all that other stuff. And um, let's see. Um, let's, last time I was starting to read um, some of my old, old um Sorry, I'm not doing very well tonight. It's just an off night, I guess. You can't be on every night, really. Like, but a lot of talk show hosts do. I don't know how they do it. Huh. Because some days I'm just not good at anything. <laughs> um, but so I, I kind of want to read the letters to, to tonight because I'm so not good at talking <laughs> tonight and um that might help um they're kind of depressing but i think they're really good to show how much what i figured out is that we need to know we need to like okay every two see i'm horrible at talking today what is my deal okay every two weeks for me i about like i kind of push it away push away like um the pain, I guess, or I don't really push you away, but just I, I break down, I guess, like every two weeks, like I have a big cry, you know, and it, I feel so much better afterwards, and I always wish I would have done it, you know, a week before, but it's it's been like that for the whole time for the adoption, and um, I think it's really good for us to just to stop and remember how much it does suck to miss our baby <laughs> and, um, and to cry it out because if holding it in for – I don't know how long, you know, two weeks is long enough to cause, you know, your body to feel horrible and your headaches and migraines. So, you know, just don't waller in it every day, but do remember um, what, you know, who you are and and what your life was, you know, because if not, you'll get too caught up and then you'll, you'll look back and you'll wonder, you know. When did all that time pass away? Um, so, oh, got it. Thanks. Thanks. 
that was my roommate bringing in her my computer. Um, so I had to stop for a minute. Okay. So where was I? So the thing about, so I think it's good that I read some of the stuff from the first year because the first year after the option was, um, oh, horrible, but it was just one, but it was wonderful. It was just a, a time period that I can't even describe and I don't know. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, I wrote so much during that time period, but I hate I hate actually reading over it. You know, I don't like to get upset myself or something, but um, I will read over it for y'all, so it's good because it's making me read over some of my old stuff and remember how much I missed her. Um, I'm just, just so not prepared. Um I'm glad this isn't a video podcast. Okay. So birth moms need to, another theory of mine, birth moms, is that, um, okay, the, na- the natural processes you go through after the after birth <laughs> and, and then as your child ages, you're still going to feel like, I remember feeling the need to breastfeed, you know, and then the suppressing it and putting cabbage on, they put cabbage and then they, um, wrapped us up real tight, and it was just stupid. And so, I mean, use a pump or something. But besides that, just little stuff um, after the adoption, like I remember just wanting to buy um, Gerber baby food, you know, <laughs> like little things like at that, you're you're sensitive to, oh, yeah, she's this age now. Like they would be buying this diaper or they would be using this kind of cream. And um, or they, you know, so what I did was I just went ahead and I bought the, you know, Gerber stuff. And I put it, I just bought one can, you know. My sister thought it was crazy, but I just bought a can of Gerber, put it in the fridge, you know. And um, that's all it was. And that was kind of like me show me signifying that age or that stage of her life um, is moving on. You know, like me signifying that the three-month stage has moved on. I'm acknowledging it and um and I'm yeah, because if not, I will just think she's a baby forever, you know, in my head. And I don't wanna that's not really who she is and she's gonna so that's what I think will help with the reunions and stuff. We could keep that going the whole time. And um let's see, some other examples of stuff I would do. I have a ton actually. Oh, like, I would just, okay, say the cutest outfit ever was, like, at Target or something. You know, and they're they're real, like, cheap, the kids goes. But I love the Carter's brand or whatever. And, like, they had a swimsuit that was just so cute. And so I bought the swimsuit, you know, and I still have it hanging in my closet. But it's, like, her, um, she, it would, she would have been nine months when I bought it. So it's, like, that's signifying her, you know, like she was old enough to do that. And then I thought I'll buy her, um, like, on Valentine's Day. Like, I just, I'll buy her, like, a little thing, um, you know, like a little 25-cent thing or something, just so I remember that that I, I remember the times passing. Does that make any sense at all? I don't know. <sighs> okay. It really... 
I want to share some of the stories from the other birth moms too. And um, my roommate is going to be a guest on the show soon, I hope. My roommate, meaning my post or my lady that I was pregnant in a room with, shared a room with, <laughs> um, Sam, we'll call her Sam. And she's an interesting character. She had a wonderful story, too. This, <laughs> um, okay. But hers, she had a boy. I do wonder sometimes if the boys, I guess the girls might be, are the ones that contact earlier, they say, but I don't think it really matters. Um, okay, what am I doing? See, this is why I wish the, the podcast would let you, like, stop it and start it and stuff. But it just, if anybody wants to call in, go ahead. Not that I don't know if I can help you very much. <laughs> um, I will, I'm just going to go talk about the, no, I don't want to talk about the abortion stuff. Just too much. Oh, here it is. I found it. My room is full of papers. Um, like from diaries and journals, and uh, okay, it's really weird. Um, well, it's really awesome actually that I get to like hold a picture of her right now, and she's it's from less than a month ago, you know, it feels like she's almost alive, <laughs> she's like right here, she's so alive to me because. It's been so long since I've seen a recent picture of her, you know, the year pictures, you know, you know that's not her, that's not what she looks like. But having a recent picture of her is awesome. <laughs> and um just knowing and having the video is awesome. And um I've gotten so many pictures from that video, but what's weird is like seeing yourself on video, <laughs> like I guess, I mean, you know, this is my first child. I don't know, but I guess to maybe, maybe when you don't have a child around, you don't notice as much. But, like, I'm watching, like, a mini-me on TV, you know? Like, she's just a mini-me. Like, she, I mean, I know her thoughts are even like mine. The way she, um, the way she does stuff and the way, she, well, everything she does is, like, reminds me of myself. And um, the thing is that, um, I'm the only one that knows that, <laughs> you know, like I can't tell them or tell her like, oh, that's a, that's a mom thing or something, you know, like she's not going to be able to blame stuff on her mom and say like, you know, oh, she got that from her mama, you know, I'm, she's never going to have that chance. And so, um, you know, just any quirks and like weird stuff she has or anything, I just want them to know that it's probably just probably go ahead and attribute that to me. And just say that came from your mom, <laughs> you know, because probably it's true. And I just don't want to, you know, them to think that, you know, my, maybe she likes, um, she likes, maybe she likes popsicles or orange popsicles was her favorite thing. Maybe she likes them a little too much or something. I don't know. And so, well, that doesn't make sense. Um, she's a little bit, you know, obsessive about the popsicles. Don't blame that on her. Just like it's it's mom, you know. <laughs> she was the one that ate oranges during the pregnancy. 
for every day, like 25, 24 oranges every day. So, um, but that's different than being like you. Um, but just the way, like, she, after she was done giving her gifts or getting her gifts and opening them all, she was so, you know, loud and so um, she's at home with her whole family and her grandparents and everything and, um, you know, real loud talking and 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 playing with all the gifts. And then at the very end, um, the, her mom's like, okay, no, say, um, tell, say thank you, you know. And it's like just – and she was standing up on the chair and um, just – she realized at that point I knew like that um that all these people were looking at her, you know, and it was like they were there the whole time, but she just and she and then she did this thing with her hands and um turned them inwards just like I do. <laughs> like when you're embarrassed and um and she just and she it was so cute. And I was just like, I know how you feel. I'm so, I feel ya, you know? Like and I <laughs> she just the Oh, everything she does. She loves edamani, you know, the, yeah, edamani. I mean, who likes antibody when they're three years old? I don't know. But, um, and she's just like me, like, she's always busy, they say. And um, they got her a computer already. I think it's, it's a baby kid computer, you know, but she just, like, gets so into stuff, you know. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's, you know, that's my girl. Or that, you know, and how do you... How do you deal with that? You know, you just you tell yourself and you tell uh, people on a podcast or whatever about it, and um, you never tell her or the parents. Maybe you do after eighteen years. You tell them, oh yeah, that's something that we had in common, or or that's something I did. You know, or that's for me. Um, but they won't know for a long time. So and you can't share. And even if you do share that with people, like me sharing it with you right now, probably. I mean, I know it doesn't mean anything probably to you, you know, because it's not, yeah, you know, but it means so much to us. And um, cause it's just our little, it's, uh, you know, it's a piece of us walking around outside of our, it's that, what's that quote? Um every, or after, you, um, after you give birth, it's like there's a piece of you walking around outside piece of your soul walking around outside of you, I guess, or something. Um, and it really is. She's just, a, I don't know. But anyways, I'm so, I'm just going to try to relax and not, like, talk about stuff. It's hard. Um, okay. Okay, I'm just going to whole random one. Dear daughter, this is from the first year her third update came. And I wrote her, um, I write her all the time. This is just one, like, and I don't know that I would really ever give her, but just a diary more, just writing. Your third update came this week in the mail. It was the big six-month six one. Sorry, six months. Usually this would mean you were around six months old, because most adoptions happen right before birth, but we were lucky and got the awesome month together. So you, Missy, are seven months old already. You're growing too fast. On September 3rd, well, okay, I really go in and I talk to her just like I would if she was my daughter or, or she was right there, you know, and I tell her just every little step about well, this is what your mom, you know, her mom, I was like, 
your, and my birthday is on the same day as yours, and I'm telling her all that stuff, you know. Um, so it's good to get that out, I think. So if you can just pretend you're talking to your kid um, a few times, maybe that helps. I mean, yeah, it really did help, actually. So your name is on the cake, too, this year, and we all talked about you. Oh, I love you so much. On the cake, we had Anne, but I like to call you, but I call you Elizabeth all the time, unless I refer to you in the first month. Well, keep you to yourself. There was some I was reading last night, and I was trying to call in and do the podcast then because I had them with me, and they were really good. I don't know what I know. This is just another, I don't know where this came from. Two, so many, you changed my life. You saved my life. I always used to call you my little lifesaver. This is to my daughter. I also called you Aunt B sometimes, but that's another story. She just looks like an Aunt B sometimes. It's, you have to be there. Um, I Mostly, though, it was Aunt Elaine. Aunt Elaine over and over. Your aunt would have to tell me to be quiet because I just keep talking to you nonstop, but you just listen so intently to all my words. Okay, so when I first get the updates, I'm scared to open them. Every time you look so different that at first I don't recognize you. You know how they changed so much that first year. Um, I don't recognize you, and I get upset. Then about five minutes later, I look again at the picture, and I see you clear as day. It's when I look in your eyes that I see the same girl that I used to hold in my arms. Oh, sweetie, I loved holding you. I regret my decision a lot, and I also know it was right, too. I wish you could just tell me somehow if I did the right thing, like I'd take you back in a second. I miss everything about you, everything, exclamation point. You were twirling your dress again like you always do. I think you may just be a dancer. And it's so funny because she is she's already a dancer. She dances all the time. And um, in the video she dances. And, uh, and our song was I Hope You Dance. I would play it for her all the time. Okay. And here I say our song was I Hope You Dance, <laughs> among many other. So I, okay. Well, I'm writing this in the middle of the night because I can't sleep again. So I hope you can read this because it's rather dark in my room right now. I guess I thought she might read this one day. After your updates, I have so many vivid dreams about you for the next few nights. They are very intense and real, but all are very wonderful dreams. God lets me hold you in my dreams. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was cool. Like, some nights, it's been a while, but I really felt like I was holding her in my dream. Um... I had a lot of weird dreams the first month or the first year. I pray for you every day, Anne, and I always will. I send friends and family your updates sometimes and always remind them to keep praying for you forever. I hope and pray your life is wonderful. That's all I want now in life is for you to be happy and safe. You are a miracle, and I will tell you someday why. 
but I think you must know that by now, too, about the, she probably won't know then about the rape still. If I could hold you right now, that would be amazing. I need you so much sometimes. I feel like you may need me sometimes, too. We had a really tight bond together before your adoption day. I can't believe I let you go. It wasn't me, though, really. It was God that day. I felt like I really was, and I put in quotes, his hands and feet, um, in quotes, for a few minutes, where I had the strength to put you in your mother's arms. There's no way I could have done that alone. That's why I think it must have been right. You look so happy. I love your... What does that say? I love your, I don't know, that says, oh, I love your bib that says girls rule. You are so happy in your high chair, too. I wish I could have fed you um, solid foods once and given you baths and sang you to sleep. I may always regret not getting to, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I, these are funny, kind of. Um let me get to a good one. Oh, oh, okay. Dear Anne, I miss you too much to make it anymore. Okay, this is a little dramatic. Maybe it was that time of the month. I don't know. Um, but there, you know, it's like, okay, sometimes the notes are from birth mother right sound, you know, are sad, you know, and that's okay. My roommate, or actually... It wasn't my roommate. It was another girl. Um, she, uh, her mom found a, a diary, like her diary laying out. It was this is like the third or fourth month after her adoption, and um, and she's, I guess she thought that she was going to commit suicide from that letter and put her in a, a place, you know, just because of that she saw the diary. So it was like I, I knew like from the beginning not to let anyone ever see my writings because they would probably you know, take it the wrong way or something. But, um, so, but go ahead and get it all out. What you really feel inside, girls. Um, okay. I miss you too much to make it anymore. I'm so scared all the time. I don't know what to do. And I want to hear more about you, but I'm afraid to say it, to send anything. I don't know what's going on inside me. You are part of me, Anne, that I can't be without. I feel like I'm always missing something everywhere I go. I just thought, what if I'm talking to a dead phone? That'd be funny. Um, uh Okay. I feel like I'm always missing something every time I go. Nothing really makes me happy, and I don't think I will ever be happy without you in the picture. I'm mad and I just want to hold you. I'm hurt and I want to scream. I'm dying and I want to live. Okay, where do I start? I, if you should ever find, no. let's see, another letter is also depressing. Um, okay, time to get real. I can barely write. Everything is wrong and I'm so stressed and sad. Um, I secluded myself from the family, everyone, and this is all, this is something that, um, a lot of birth moms, um, 
if you do a lot of research on them like me, they um, seclusion is one of the things that they can, you know, get into like afterwards and stuff. And um, so I knew that, and I was just um, documenting my own, you know, time that it was just horrible. I just no, I couldn't relate to anyone, and that's why I was just like pushing them all away. I felt and because no one understood, and so that's why I want to be here for them now when whenever they need someone to try you know just to listen to them because I know how much it sucks and um no it's not what I want but it's not can you read my writing there my sweet baby girl I want you to know how I take you everywhere with me literally and figuratively speaking like right now I'm in bed next to your blanket holding you holding it under my arm. Your pics are at my right hand. I have about eight on my nightstand alone. I love to look at your smile. We recently went on a trip to Mexico. I think I wrote about that maybe, but I packed everything. Your blanket I used on the plane ride there to cuddle in. Like I had made her this blanket um, and it's like tied together kind of, it's not very sturdy and it's, but it's huge. And, um, so, but it reminds me of her, and it smells like her. And so I took it on this trip to Mexico over Christmas because we, we went to Mexico after the first, have I already said this? I don't know. We After the first, or after the adoption, the first Christmas, we went um, to Mexico, I guess, to change it up or whatever. And I didn't really want to go, but... Um, so I took, like, all her pictures, everything, you know, and I took this big old blanket. And it was so funny because, like, I don't know, it, it was fleece, I guess. It, you know, it was just really hot everywhere. <laughs> um, but I, and guess what? I say, for the first time ever, I slept through an entire plane ride. I'm saying because I had her blanket. It was so comfy. I should wash it, but I'm afraid to because it's a weird fabric. And actually tied together, not sewn, and because you might leave from it after. Oh, baby, I miss you so much. I don't think my body is even processing the pain. I'm just not sure how to handle it all. I mean, I get into, I mean, I get into how I really feel, really, if I get, if I get into how I really feel, really, I will fall into pieces, and I'll need someone to be able to help me come back to reality and no one is qualified <laughs> to do it if that makes any sense it's like this is before I had Bergman missions me wishing I had some Bergman missions your pics went everywhere with me too oh and I mm-hmm. oh yeah oh my god I forgot I showed your pics to a two year old um, okay I just went I went to get my um, passport redone before we went to Mexico that year and um, I was sitting around in, a, in the waiting room and you know all the little kids just they're attracted to you like they they sense your pain it's so weird like my, my little cousin just um, she went up and gave me a kiss like right after I did the adoption and, and she is really shy and um, and it's like they can just sense it you know and um, so anyway so when kids are around you know Oh gosh, yeah. I like. I even asked one time when I was waiting and waiting room if I could hold the baby. <laughs> it was it was crying all the time, like a lot. And so, and everyone like in the whole waiting room was just like, 
oh, my God, this kid won't shut up, you know. And so I got it. And, or, and I was like, do you mind if I try, you know, and because I was sitting right next to her. And, um, and then I got him to stop, like, right then. So it was awesome. But, um, so, but I was so nervous asking her that, the lady. Um, anyway, so I'm talking here about that I showed your picture to a girl named Skylar who was two years old in Houston and random. She loved to look at your, at your smile, too. So, yeah, she was running around and she was acting up and stuff, so I showed her pictures in the van. And we were waiting in a room for our passports to be made, so I kept her busy for her mom, too. She was only one pound when she was born. How crazy. I forgot about that, yeah. Hmm. Random stories from random people you meet. You went to the pool with me. Okay. Let's see. I finished your DVD tonight. No. No, no. Okay, this one has a big, the word, these words are written really big. Just let me hold my baby <laughs> on the top. So a little dramatic. I want to burp my baby so bad. This must have been like right after or a month after or something. Hold on. Um, okay. Um, I'm really going to talk for two hours here, huh? <laughs> I, I said, okay, I want to burp my baby so bad. You don't understand. It sounds so silly, but it's just me. It's just my job. It is me, natural me, who should be able to do that. Her mom, you don't get it. This is my daughter, I don't know who I'm talking to here, I need to burp her. <laughs> please let me feed her once and then burp her. Let me hold her, please. Somebody help, please, or somebody help me. She is not far away, and I love her, and I gave up a lot. I gave up a lot. Why can't we? Okay. She is not far away, and I love her, and I gave up a lot. Why can't we just share a few moments together being us again. We are still connected and she misses me. I know it's silly, but it's true. We were one and she is still with the, and she is still with me and me with her. Let me see her and make sure she is settled. And if I could tell her it would be okay and tell her I want her to live in your pretty house, then she will know she was taken to a safe place and her other mom isn't missing because she knows I'm missing right now. She feels it in her core. Just let your baby be with her mom for a few minutes. I love her too. I guess I'm writing APs. I love her too much not to try and ask for what she wants and needs and I want what I want. And I need her too. Yes, I feel like my baby disappeared. I know it's silly, but she was with me for nine months, and we promised each other we would do stuff for each other like this. She loves me. I love her. If you love either of us, I'm begging you to trust me. After all, the trust I placed in you. Tell her mom, mama is okay, and I, she loves her. My baby needs me. I hear her. 
And then I put, <laughs> this is hilarious, I put, her name is Anne, bitches. <laughs> like, like, it's all the stuff I wanted to say. I can't believe I just said that, but that's stuff I would never, ever say to the adopted family or anything, you know, but it's what I was at the time thinking. You know, uh, I mean, is this even, well, I can delete this whole thing. So, this is assuming I come home. You know what I should do is find... Okay, just um, talk on yourself or take a little break. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go visit the website. I'm looking around. Oh, yeah, here's a precious moments book I got her. Mommy and Me, Mommy Loved Me for Easter, her second year. Um, that was kind of like my thing to let turn out, let myself know that time's passing. You know, that she's that age. And just, you know, I know she loves to tour the Explorer. And just so I, it's like... So, you know, when it comes on or you see it anywhere, it just reminds you of her. And it's kind of neat. It's not like a, a, it hurts, but it, but it's a good hurt, if that makes sense. <laughs> She's my daughter. I want to remember her no matter how bad it hurts, you know. And if you, I don't want to push her away. And I want to remember the real her and not some made-up her that I have in my mind. You know, I want to know how she's really doing and talk to her, you know. Um, I can't find the, the notebook I was from the night. I was the night after the birth. Let's see. You can't stop the podcast. Oh, wait. Here we go. So anyways, I was working on this um, recovery book, like grief recovery books for birth moms and making up. Well, maybe I won't get into all that. <laughs> but I think it'll help. Okay. I mean, yeah, I just, it's funny how I was a psychology major in child development and then um, specialized in the, the kids' and the mother's tough, and then I went and, um, what did I supposed to say? And I just always worked with kids, and then just a lot of other stuff. Like, my whole life was preparing me for, like, birth mom missions almost. <laughs> like, I don't know, just, well, there's the one thing I've always wanted is to be a mom, like, more than anything. And so I think it's kind of God's way of showing me that I can live without it, and I'm just with him, and... Um, I mean, yeah, I would, I would write down and in third grade, everyone would say I couldn't write down that I wanted to be a mom for my job, my career. And I wanted to have three kids, but I was like, I want that. You know? And I went to college for that too. Um, let's see. But she had something else that I haven't explained totally. And I'm just, like 
bouncing around, picking out stuff on, and it just probably doesn't make any sense. Okay, another one from the first year, same month. <laughs> I think it's a, that was a bad month. I'm not able to sleep. I don't want to really. I know so much to do, but today I wonder if anything is important at all. Somehow I lose all hope. I'm so sad and lonely. I'm not happy. I'm just here waiting to die. Sometimes that's what it's like. And other times I wonder when I do have passion, if that's just a facade or a joke. Reading over old notes one night, uh, okay, this is, I wrote that while I was pregnant. Huh. Yeah. And so I went back and I wrote after that reading, it says reading over some notes um, at Gladney. And so uh, this is, oh, I just said the name of it. This is when I was at the adoption agency dorms living there. Um, And I wrote in the corners, like, I wanted, remember that this day I watched a sermon at 4 a.m. on TV and I recorded a lot of notes from it. I wanted to remember here to tell mom or someone about the, um, I don't know, that not forgiving someone. I either have eight people. Oh, and, and tell them that I want my mom to know that you can get carpal tunnel syndrome from just being pregnant. Because I had preeclampsia. And so, um, yeah, I was, anyways. Yeah, this one sucks. Like, okay, there's mom. I hate that name, birth moms, you know? I really do. Like, so, sex is birth mom missions. I mean, that's okay. And I'm not going to change the name or anything, but I really don't like the name. I don't think I ever did. I just kind of wanted to take it over and, like, remake it or something into what something that I wanted it to be like. I don't know. Um, I don't, I mean, I, like, don't like being... Can call it, well, I guess I'm going to be a nun anyways, I figure out, so it doesn't really matter, but um, I'm still young, you know, I'm in my 20s, like, I could, I going by birth, mom, you know, isn't um, that great for getting dates, and I just kind of, it's so hard to take on a different personality, or, or after you become one, you it's so much a part of you, and it's like, you don't know how to go back to what used to be. And when you do finally figure out how to go back to what used to be, it's like you don't know if, if you even really want to go back there now because it's you're so much older. And um, so it's kind of like it's been such a learning process. I mean, I just – I know why okay, – I no. Okay, it's 5 a.m. on a Saturday night. I just finished her wall collage. Um, This is like a few days after I placed her for adoption. I went to Walmart. I remember, like, with my dad and bought all this um, collage stuff and photography stuff. It makes me feel a little better to see her pictures up on the wall together. I'm such a dork. I know. Walmart was my big outing this week. I'm 160 pounds now, well, 162. 
So I had already lost from 220 to 162. I miss my baby girl like no other. This just feels so unnatural and weird. It just did feel so weird. And, and the fact that I gained 100 pounds and lost it within three months. Like, that was just so weird to my body. Like, I still think I'm a freak of nature because I did that. I felt like Shrek. Um, it just feels so unnatural and weird, but still not wrong. I want to hold her so bad. She is perfect, an angel. That's, um, I will see. I have some really good dreams I put in here, but I won't get into those yet because they're, and, um, me trying to explain to her why I give her up is like what a lot of these pages are full of. Just me, <laughs> that's so hard to, to talk about and to get it. I mean, but I think if you're adopted, just know that your birth mom does love you. Even if she says she doesn't, even if she says she hates you, even if she doesn't want to see you. And I know there's a few like that. Even if she doesn't want to see you and she doesn't want to talk to you and she says she's forgotten about you, she still loves you. <laughs> and she always did and she always will. And just know that in your heart you're, you have a mom that loves you. And we and pray for her. And I bet and it'll things will change. Um, but no matter what, it's like we sometimes the denial and the putting pushing it away is the only way to survive. And to go 20, 30 years like that and, you know, then to to see you might be too much for some people. And, I mean, I don't see how, but <laughs> that's why I think that we should keep cons- keep consistent with the, the child as they age, like, so that it doesn't um, come up and shock us 30 years later. Um, it's because you want to be able to be ready for her when she comes back. I want her to be proud of me, and I want her to see me and and know that what I did wasn't a mistake. And um, so, if so, just if you're with your birth mom, if, if you haven't found her, or if she died early, or if you know, even if she's really mean, <laughs> she still loves you inside. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay, here I did a fearless moral inventory of myself. Is that the first year? I'm isolating myself. Um, When did I do that in the past? Let's see. I did it in high school, maybe second time. Then next one, tendency to repress my anger. When did I do it last? Can't describe it. Recently burst out at, okay, then third one, tendency to be a caretaker or rescuer or enabler. Um, I put, yeah, tending to be a caretaker, and I put an example like at Gladden, at the adoption agency, um, how I felt responsible for all the girls almost. It was just not responsible, but I like to think I'm a good psychology person, you know, and, and I don't know. And, um, uh, people have always come to me for advice, even though I don't know if it's really ever helped. But they feel better, I think, afterwards. Um, so they, anyway, they, all the girls would come to our room, me and Sam's room, and talk to us about all their issues and problems, and about the adoptive father, and tell us like the true stories that they couldn't tell the, the you know caseworkers. 
And um, we talked them through so much stuff, like so many. Like there was one girl that was, um, she was like, okay, really? I I want to just, or I'm going to have a baby and then I'm just going to go. I'm going to tell them no and I'm going to go back to New York and live with this 30-year-old that, um, you know, she's she's 13 and she was 30. And she's saying this, 30, you know, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And so we talked her out of that and um, just little stuff like that and, like, they wouldn't tell the whole story to the agency, but of course they wouldn't. I mean, the agency, you can't trust them at all. Need for approval. Okay, I still have a tendency to control. I still distrust authority and low self-esteem, but that's my fearless moral inventory. I try to do those once every three months, maybe. Um, Today's been a pretty lousy day and issues with the pregnancy tests and all the illness. Yeah, I think I took all the good stuff out and put it in a blur. Now everything's messed up. (laughs) Okay. I want to read this and tell me if it sounds really gay. You're the best thing I've ever done. Okay, no, this is horrible. It's like a poem. It's horrible. Okay, how about this? Okay, this is going to be a song. <laughs> so, okay, it's kind of like um, like the the daughter asking the mom, did you ever think of me kind of thing. And um, it's like almost everything can remind me of you, a song on the radio we used to listen to, I may see a little girl walking with her mom and imagine how it would be feel for just one moment of fun. Babies on the news at risk for the flu. <laughs> see how it rhymes? Oh, my gosh. It gets better, I think. <laughs> risk for the flu. I'm so worried you could get it, too. Please protect her, God. Please. Please, parents, protect her. Would I do it better? I start to consider that can rhyme, and every time 13 is used, or every month on that day too, I celebrate you and our special day. I call you Annie Lane because that's your name. <laughs> I'm jealous of other moms, especially when I'm jealous of moms that are my age, that um, not adopted moms, but just my age married and have kids just because they didn't they didn't claim to want it in third grade you know I was the one writing it down in third grade that I wanted to be that everyone else was like saying I want to be a career woman and everything um so yeah it was a little mean but I do honestly get jealous when I see them just the ones that like I know I guess or or that I yeah but it was my choice I know you were meant to be there I never heard God so clearly. He told me straight up who you were destined for. He said, this life is short, and he planned ours this way. One day we will see why, and both thank God again. Someday? Until then, I feel you. I love you, and I pray for that wonderful day when we will meet once again. I hold a spot for you, darling, that no one else could ever fill. And then I've sent you DVDs and CDs 
and this would be a really long song. Huh? Um, I sing DVDs and CDs and CDs and photos. I couldn't help but take every moment we were together, just you and us. The songs are for you to listen to. The songs are center, um, and maybe the words can tell you what you would have heard from me all of your life. Yeah, I center like all the songs that like life songs. It's like a little life CD, basically, that gives her all the lessons of life, I think, in one CD. <laughs> um, let's see. What if it's the words you would have heard from me all your life. You're beautiful, and don't ever forget it. If you ever can't see it or feel rather plain, you just need to come to me, and I can explain. Your your heart, I think, or your beauty is so vast and so deep to the core. And once I show you, you can't forget it anymore. You're God's greatest gift to me, and I'm not the only one who claims that to be or something. She really is. I know Ghana was for a miracle because I didn't know about her for seven months. <laughs> Poor thing. During the day, do I think of you? Okay. When my oh, it's, this is a song. Maybe, maybe this is the the other side. This is a song. Okay. So, do I think of you? When my eyes first open in the morning, when I'm still half asleep, I think of you and pray before I start my day. Yeah, a little too corny. I wonder how your night was and if you slept okay. If there was a storm, I picture you scared, but my heart drops when I realize I can't be there. Do I think of you throughout the day? You say, (laughs) I want to hold you every morning and tell you how much I love you. Oh, how my body aches to take care of you. I may be anywhere during the day and suddenly I feel like something is terribly disarray. (laughs) I'm for so I'm uh, forgotten something. It's like I've forgotten something or done something wrong. I know what it is, but I can't do anything about it. So I try to pretend it must be something small, something I don't seem to need at all. So it must be silly. Then at the at that moment during during my day, usually when someone looks to me for something profound to say, I get stuck in this haze. I guess you could call it, when I wouldn't, hmm. in the haze, I just realized it's you I'm missing. I try to stay calm. I've gotten better over the years. I think it might feel like what a parent fears. Well, okay, I think it might feel like what a parent feels are frantic until they find their child, if they lost a child. I know you weren't with me before. But it's, oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, everywhere I went, it just felt like she should be there. Like, when I went shopping in the mall or something, it just felt like she should be in my buggy or something. Um, when I, it's Tuesday random times. When I panic and realize you are really gone. Oh, yeah, I had some panic attacks and I'm during the first year. So, um I've come a long way, <laughs> and I mean, it is hard that first year, and I just want birth moms to know that it's not something to be ashamed of, and it's not something, I mean, look at me, I'm just telling the whole world, you know, like, 
just please be honest and just be real and know that it's you're doing something really hard and I didn't at the time think it was that like it was that hard like I didn't think I should have had the right to be crying that much or I was just sulking you know but um I mean it's really tough it really sucks and um so so go ahead and give yourself some let yourself a break or something um when I panic and realize you're really gone, my world comes apart, undone, I guess. I want to run up and down every street in the state, knocking on doors until I find you. Sometimes I I come pretty close to, but God always helps me remember it's not about me and the pain right now will someday be through. I wear a locket with your picture in it every day, everywhere. I never forget it. So do I ever think of you through the day? I hold it many times throughout the day when I find myself just praying that you are okay. Are you happy, my dear? If I could only hear you say that was that what I did was okay. I'm so sorry, baby. I say at least ten times a day. Okay, that was pretty bad. Anybody want to make that a song? Um... Have I read this one? I need to see her. It's not just okay with me. I need to see her. It's not just okay with me. I'm dying. I miss her so much. I know she misses me too. We are one. Yeah, we are. I mean, I've said basically the same before. We are one and we both feel something is missing horribly wrong and missing her. I just want to hold her once. I just want to feel she is okay and that where she is, where I wanted her to be. Then she won't wonder whatever happened to her mom, her mommy, the one she talked to for nine months. My body is breaking. I don't mean to sound dramatic or make you feel bad. I just literally can't breathe most days. I just take pills to make me numb so I can get through the day. She is so close. She's my perfect baby girl, and I just need to see her. I'll, I'll do anything you want. I just love her too much to let this go on any longer. I will always regret if I don't ask now. I well, I there's a never since this, of course. So I want to play with her once and sing and maybe put her to sleep and dress her up and hug her a lot and read to her just one time. I just want to be a mom for one time at least, one moment. It's better than to never be a mom. I just need to feel her and I'm scared for her. I can't live like this. I'm just a mom like you. I am all alone, and I won't ever take her or from you or want to take her from you. I just want to see her smile at me once. I was just going to smile at me. Oh, God, please help this happen. I'm scared, too. I've been numb for two years, or for this is, okay, after a year. I don't like it. I want to live, too. I just can't, I can't, no, this is um, for... Oh, I was talking about before. Okay. This is still the first month. I can't just be drugged up all the time so I don't feel. The feeling is always there and just builds up. I can't be a zombie. I need her so much right now. Where is she? So that's a happy, happy. Um, I'm sorry. 
that's going to be all for tonight. I'm probably going to leave this podcast because it's just really bad. I just, I've the whole time I've been looking for the perfect letter that I wanted to read and it's never found it. Um, Yeah, so if anyone, no one called in. I'm kind of glad no one called in. I'm just on an off night tonight. And been, uh, yeah. The thing is, if I hang up the phone, then I can't. Um, I ask God to really help me understand what it, he... Also, I've been thinking lately about... Okay. Enough with the mountain. Like, come over here. See, I want to be able to play these music and see it and see what it is, but I can only play it when I'm call in and I'm online on the air. That's that info from Bad Person. Hope, thanks for your donation. Oh, that's the. um. I hope if you've watched that episode, I did the first clip of the interview with the on radio show. Had explained the story. Sorry, that's kind of loud. Um, this is that is the latest. See what we think about this one. Okay, that's. Okay, that one's horrible. Let's try another. Oh, this is our song. Yeah, this is our song. I'm going to play it. Um, Hope you don't mind. I just want to hear it. And um, I played this every day. Like, I saw her and, like, I, she loves it, too. She loves this song. And um, now she dances all the time, too. And I made a video, the first video, um, you've probably seen it, the one where of the birth and labor that I gave to the adopted parents when they couldn't see her. Um, I put it to this song, and um, it's really cool. I didn't, I don't even think I did it like God did it that day because I didn't even know how to make movies then. It was just like something that happened. <laughs> so, and I didn't even know about the song. Um, it just happened. And here it is. I'm shut up now. I can't use a microphone because it feels kind of weird to talk into a microphone, so I'm just using my phone and just calling my own self. Oh, okay. I guess this is an old podcast that I was going to share. I don't want to have to play the whole song again, but I'm going to. <laughs> Sorry. I should have stopped it. I don't know what this is, so um, beware. Not 
processing the grief is something that they don't tell you to do and there's no manual on it and um I just I I would never change anything. I'm still glad that I placed my daughter with her family because that's the best place for her and I know she's safe. It's much safer than she would have been with me. Um but I wish that they would have uh huh. Okay. That one just ends there, I think. Um I see here static on the line. I don't know why. That was a podcast that wasn't even a podcast. That was something I just had recorded for a podcast. Um, a year ago. Um, I think I might have put it on one thing or something, but I recorded myself a lot on my little, now I have the iPhone with the voice record, you know, real quick, but back then I had a little five-minute thing that would only let you record for five minutes, but I would just um, take note because at certain times that were really, I really wanted to tell birth on something. Okay, that one is, I think, um, Mary Poppins. I must have uploaded Mary Poppins. I don't know what this one is. Turn it down. I wonder if you can hear me over the music. Do a test. This is the I love this song. It says we have a caller. It says caller. Or maybe that's me. <laughs> okay. Um, Hi, I'm so sorry no one's available to answer. This is a voicemail, I think. Hi, I'm so sorry no one's available to answer your call at Birth Mom Missions. But if you leave a voicemail, we will get back to you as soon as possible. You can also try emailing us at info at birthmommissions.com. Either way, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, thank you for calling, and we hope you have a good day. God bless. Yeah, that was that was back when we had the one eight hundred number, and um, but that was way too expensive to keep up every month, and we had didn't receive enough donations to keep that going. But um, I hope to bring it back. Um, everything is so expensive these days. It's just I mean, crazy. You'd think they'd 
meaning they get discounts for nonprofits sometimes, but not really as much as I thought they did. Um, anyways, uh, I have so much I want to say, but I'm not getting it out tonight. I'm not um, saying it. Um, I might read, okay, here, I'm going to read this. So what was in the update, the letter I told you about? Sorry it took me a while to get to this. Thank you all for praying and supporting me until I got here. I can't believe it took so long. But now I have a picture of her in my hand that was taken less than a year ago, less than a month ago. Okay, so our agency must, okay, we could, uh, so I got DVD, but it wasn't the one they would, they said they would send me of her last year. It was her of her BD this year on the video. I'm grateful, don't get me wrong, but I have to say I really wanted to see more of her and in a different setting than that stage look. Um, I want to see her when she wakes up in the morning or when she does all the funny things they say she does in the letter. Pictures do not compare at all to a video. With a video about 33 minutes long, I can clip each frame shot and get a million photos from it. Sadly, I tried this. That's how I know. <laughs> I set myself where to clip more than just every second, but every frame of the video. My computer almost crashed, and I was deleting them fast, trying to keep it from crashing. So I only have a few good pics from the video, but I will have more later. I haven't done the rounds of sharing with the close friends and family that I usually do either. I, and then I usually send out a note and a picture every year to update them. I just haven't really wanted to this year for some reason. I don't know why. I think I'm a little sad that it's over. It's kind of like Christmas Day. I wanted for so long for it to be here, and when it gets here, I realize I realize that I have a whole year now to go until the other update comes. I bet this sentiment is shared with a few of your birth moms, or more than a few of your birth moms. I have more to say on the update in the letter and how it made me feel. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you, I'll tell you all. Um, they, okay, I say I love you in the letter, like love Brooke, I love whatever. They don't say love. They don't sign out. They don't say I love you on any of the letters. And it really upsets me because I say it to them. They, it's like best or blessings or whatever. And, um kind of makes me really sad. <laughs> um, but I kind of just want to show y'all a picture. Um, she got that from my mama. And she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And we got some comments. Maybe the t- 12 picture thing. Oh, this is from uh, LA. Maybe there's a 12 picture thing that's supposed to be one picture taken each month of the whole year. Do they look like different seasons? Do they have dates in the back of them? That would be nice to see how she has grown over a year's time. And I thought, that would be nice. No, they are all from her birthday. And then we have Mark and Leo's adoption journey. Great idea to get the pics from the video. What a beautiful girl. So glad you finally got it. She is so beautiful. <laughs> I feel the same way about my pictures. I just got my first update in three years, and I got one picture. Okay, that Stephanie. Whew. She needs a hug, but like you, I will take whatever I whatever they will send me. I'm so glad that you got your update. See, they're all so sweet. Taryn, she is just adorable. I'm sure the pictures make you proud, and I'm sure they are bittersweet. 
He's a cutie. Thanks for sharing. What a smile. Ah, I haven't read some of these yet. <laughs> I am really proud of her. Um, I wish I could send my daughter's birth mother a picture and a letter and visit. She she would be difficult to find in China, but I, I cried for her when my daughter turned 12 last week. Oh, she's adorable. This is from I am so glad you finally received your update. I can't imagine how difficult it must be to have to wait to find out how she's doing. That would be torture. <laughs> Aw, she is beautiful. What a cutie. Hopefully one day I'll see mine too. It's been 32 years. I wonder, I often wonder what he looks like now and if he resembles my 21-year-old. These comments are just great. Um I want to say, hmm, okay, uh, no, not that one. Let's see what recent comments we have. I went with my gut feeling almost 10 years ago, and I interviewed two families, and my first pick on paper turned out to be not so good. And while my second pick on paper was my first pick in person, I think, or I read their body language and I put the rest in God's hands. Sometimes the simple questions are the best ones to ask just for future references. Because I ask the question, what is it that, you know, makes the difference between adoptive parents that are open and willing to send stuff and adoptive parents that are are not? And um, so we got a lot of surprise or a lot of answers. Um, that's a good one. I like her. Um, let's see. We have one person on there. It's like a anti-adoption person writing hate comments. We always have one of those, but they usually come around. Um, I can always find a home for my baby and no governorship. This is what, um, let's see. Do you all 12? I put up a picture. This this said it's a, it's her picture and she's got her when like the first year and she's smiling and it says um, I was conceived through rape but my mama says or, but my mommy says my mom says God don't make no junk <laughs> and I would put up um, what do you think of this picture cute or too much and then first person put little too much in my opinion and I put yeah I know I need a better way to word it I just like to pull it out the next time someone says. Well, who is going to adopt or care for all of unwanted babies then? Um, then someone else said too much. And then, but then someone said, one of those unwanted babies is our future children or child. We pray for the birth on daily while waiting to be chosen. Thank you for all you do. I hope you have, this makes sense to you all. Um, I love the picture. I don't see anything wrong with it, the quote. We appreciate it dearly for our hearts are broken and pleased for what we did in our situation. I pray you will get a baby of your own someday. Okay, no, that's not cool to say to a birth mom. Please pray for the APs for they da-da-da-da-da. Okay. Frankly, I love it. There are no unwanted babies, regardless of conception. Someone said the truth. It's awesome. Cute, cute baby. I think that those of us who can appreciate the words, whether it's too much or not, know anyway the others aren't worth the breath. Um, 
it's a little shocking, but it's true. And then she said, maybe I was create. Maybe you could put I was created by God's love, no matter how I was conceived. And I put in response to that. Um, these kind of comments, though, are what the picture is meant to respond to. Um, they're pretty over the top, too. Example, as if. Okay, it's a comment. As if it's not hard enough to get to get by in this world when you have. This is a comment from somewhere else, but this is like what picture was referring to. Um, okay. My glasses are okay. As if it's not hard enough to get by in this world when you have all the amenities afforded a normal life. You Can you imagine being the product of a crack freak or a molester or a person who just doesn't want you? There's too many arguments against having a baby just because you're religious or whatever. Do the right thing. If you can't give a child a decent shot at this life, at this trying life, then abort it and save it and humanity more suffering. And so people think about my daughter. <laughs> I understand your sentiment on adoption, but God forbid, what if your child were raped? and had to carry the monster's baby, do you really think that she should be reminded of that every day for nine months? I think that is up to the woman that is burying the child, not to her. Not, you know, and then she goes on from there. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, just like, um, why don't you ask me? Does it have, you know? I can't wait for a home for a baby and no government issues should have been told. I can always find home for a baby. Okay. Um, people understand me so poorly that they don't even understand my complaint about them understanding me. I quote him a lot, Kurt Guard. <laughs> oh, no. This Jenny girl's really mad. Oops. I'll have to get some... How can we do what is best for child? Um, okay, I really hope no one's listening to this. Please. Um, good test. I just wanted to see if I was able to do it, like do the podcast on a night when I was blank, you know, like if I really could just come up with stuff. But, um, no, if I'm not prepared, it's not going to be good. So I won't bore y'all with that next time and won't waste his time and um, I'll just do it on the days that are good <laughs> and um, that's all and I guess uh, check out the page and try to um, tell others about the mission if you can and um, we're trying to get um, well birth mom's day is coming up and everything and there's all these like contests and everything coming up with, with non-profit stuff you can see on the website, like, there's so many things to vote for us on <laughs> and um, to get some publicity um, or just a review, a review of us, you know, would be great. Um, that's all. I just, let me, I feel like, please vote Okay, Birth Mom Mission, Changing the Face of Adoption, Cherishing Life, and Supporting Women, signing out.
depths of his feet Smiles of the angels could not be so sweet Wide blue eyes and piggy tail swirl She's her daddy's girl Cause he knows the jokes that always make her laugh Takes her for ice cream instead of her nap At the end of the day by the light of the moon They turn up the music in their living room And she yells, Dad. 